Welcome back. Thanks for joining me and Collins for another episode of the Leaders Who Love What They Do podcast and one of the favourite times of the week for me. For those who don't know me, I'm the founder of Blue Bottle Coaching and I work with leaders across a range of countries and industries to help them rethink and transform their leadership style to create high performing teams. I'm absolutely delighted to have Susan Deeth, who is dialing in from Kathmandu in the Hall with me today. So Susan has been working in business and in the English language field for over 20 years. She worked for the British Council in Nepal for over 10 years and 10 years ago she founded her own language school called the English for All Language Training Centre where she is director. Welcome Susan, it's absolutely amazing to do this podcast together. Thanks so much for accepting the invitation. No problem, it's, it's great to be here Anne and thanks for uh, inviting me. Oh, you're very welcome. So, Susan, you've spent many years working and living in Nepal. What do you love about living and working there? And so, and what have been the highlights for you? I think the thing that has kept me in Nepal for most of the time is the challenge with my work. Um, it's a, a quite a difficult environment to live in and to work in, obviously, because um, it's a completely different culture, first of all. Uh, there's a lot of uh, problems with things like visas and, um, you know, putting a business together. And once you've done all that, then, of course, there's difficulties with the educational system and how the students are taught and how they come to us for, for the education of English. Um, the things that that I really love except for the work are of course the weather which is fantastic for most of the time um, gets a little bit cold in the summer and I'm uh, sorry in the winter and a little bit uh, hot in the summer but mostly it's it's a really very pleasant climate compared to the UK where I'm from um, and then of course there's the people um, and just the general living the ease of living the the quality of life that I have here is is so much better than I would have anywhere else, I think, in the world. So there you go. It's 20 years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fabulous. And I, and you just mentioned a little bit there that there have been challenges along the way. And I know it hasn't always been an easy ride. So what would you say have been the main challenges and how have you overcome them? Well, with regard to the business, um, I think the, the biggest challenge for me is well, the two biggest challenges are firstly, I'm a female in a very male dominated society and it's difficult to garner respect um, as a female because many of the, the women in the country simply just don't get the opportunity and are classed as second class um, citizens. The other thing is, of course, being a foreigner um, and people look at you and treat you in a very different way. Um, way so a sort of a double whammy really um, I'm a, a foreign woman <laughs> and uh, within a, a society that is is uh, male dominated um, it, that, that's those are the I think the, the biggest sort of personal um, challenges with regard to other things that um, setting up the business was was incredibly difficult because of the red tape and you know the the foreign investment and doing all the the documentation which is of course all in Nepali 
um, that was really quite uh, difficult to to deal with. But I've got a great team around me. I've got good lawyers. I've got good you know people that help me get my visas, and my accountant is is fantastic. And so I just draw on the the skills and the professionalism of of those guys to mm-hmm. to help me. And and part of the culture is that people want to help other yes. people here. So. There is an element of support which yes. um, you, you can use to to help you to achieve your objectives or your goals with with problems or things like that. Just um, to go back to the first point you made about being a woman and being a foreigner. I mean, obviously, both of the both of those things you can't change. So, no. how have you overcome some of the some of the obstacles that you faced because of that? Um, I think just a lot of patience. Um, has to has to be probably the, the top of the list uh, because people tend to be less patient with in this culture. Uh, people tend to be less patient um, and less tolerant of a woman because they believe that they don't have the skills or um, have the intelligence in in some situations I've been in. You know how how could this woman possibly be the director of a of a company that's you know got 10 or had 10 classrooms and eight staff and everything so you know patience and tolerance is is probably the thing that um, has helped me overcome the other thing uh, tenacity you know not giving up that uh, that that sense of okay I'm I'm gonna do what I want to do I've got to do what I want to do I have to keep trying to do um, what I want to do and, and, and that links in I think with patience as well because you know if you try for something and you don't achieve it then you have to have the patience to wait and try again and then you have to have more patience to wait and try again so you know patience tolerance uh, tenacity and and smiling you know it's it's always a good thing to smile at people <laughs> um, and, positive energy I'm sure helps Exactly. Yeah. So I think those are the, the main, um, you know, qualities or characteristics that I draw on to to achieve what it is that I want to, to do or to, you know, to overcome the challenges, as you, as you very um, put it very well. And it seems to me you haven't mentioned the word resilience, but it seems to me that you are very resilient. And and by that, I don't mean tough, but I mean this ability to to get up and keep going and to recover Mm -hmm. from difficulties. Um, And it seems to be a quality that you have in in absolute abundance. And how do you how do you build and nurture that resilience? I think it's that kind of thing I think tenacity and resilience are pretty much in the same you know on the same page and it hasn't you know I didn't wake up one day and suddenly have that ability to you know drive for objectives or drive for goals it was it's been something that has been throughout my life um you know even going back to my school days um you know, there was there was just a study, 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 and I wanted to achieve. I wanted to to get good exam results. I wanted to, you know, go to university. And when I was at university, I knew that I had to work hard to achieve the grades that I needed. And then, of course, I wanted to get a good job. And um, it, it it doesn't come without uh, hard work. And mm. 
and a vision as well it seems to me you have a vision you have a clear vision of where you want to go to be honest I don't think so Anne I think um, I make the best or I make the most of the situations that are presented to me yes and uh, I have a I, I think I have a sort of innate ability to be able to see many different options and you know, look outside of the box and try mm. to manipulate the situations or that, I don't know if that's the right word, but try to use the situations and the the, the parameters with, within which I'm working to come up with the best solution. Um, and again, this has come from, you know, absolute desperation. In so, uh, uh, sometimes, you know, mother is the nece- n- uh, invention. No, what is it? Mother is... Invention necessity is a, yes. a, a mother of invention you know, just call me mrs malaprop I'm, I'm very good at those um but uh, it, it's it's something that i i have that to be honest i don't i don't find in in many people here certainly that sort of ability to think critically and to to change things on the head and to ask the right questions to move towards the you know solving the the problem um whatever that may be so yeah Uh, i I don't know whether it's vision i think i i I think it's uh, i've sort of just happened on life but um driven those objectives and those goals that have presented themselves to to me so, yeah, so you've yeah. you've seen the the situation, and as you said, you're looking for the options. What could we do? Which is yeah. uh, which is an amazing example of having that growth mindset that uh, we always talk about. That mm-hmm. that is so important. Being able to see, being able to see possibilities, and then of course you haven't been afraid to actually go for it. You know, you're not just yeah. sitting back and thinking, well, that could could work. You're actually doing it. Yeah, I think that you know making a decision is is part of it. People shy away from making decisions and uh, then uh, the the risk factor Mm -hmm. taking the risk is um, another aspect I think I think people could you know I don't know sort of take too long to decide on 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 something uh, rather than making the decision and taking the risk. Uh, yeah. ha- however, on the other hand, um, sometimes my staff, used, you know, would say to me, Susan, you know, just do this, just do that, or just do that. And and in those types of situations, I, I pulled back a little bit because I didn't have all the information or I didn't have all the facts or mm. I couldn't quite work out which of the, the, the factual evidence or the elements that I had were important and relevant to the, to the decision and you know when you're a director or when you're you know of a company when you're leading a team of people and when you're trying to um, make profit so that everybody benefits it's, it's really important that you, you 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 know you make the right decision at the yes. right time yes. and you know making and timing are, are I think quite important aspects of yes. uh, running a business that idea of considered risk rather than or a calculated risk I should say exactly is, is really yeah. important like you say when you're when other people are depending on you as well it's uh, it's 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 the bigger picture isn't it and so oh, yeah and so with all of that how do you how do you look after yourself in all of that Susan 
I stroke my dog a lot. <laughs> he looks lovely, by the way. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, find solace with my friends and, uh, of course, my family. I chat to my my sister a lot and my mother. Um, my father isn't particularly technical, so he, I have to phone him. Um, but I've got lots of good friends here in Kathmandu who are incredibly supportive, especially during this, you know, this lockdown and the, yes. and the change of focus of the business. Um, I keep myself busy when I'm not working. You know, I do lots of gardening, uh, which yes. is which is tough but, and, and slow. I find it so slow. Um, so I patience do... comes in handy there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I get great uh, joy from from my dog and my three chickens now. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, great. And I, you know, I don't think you need to, to, to do all this self-help and self-analysis and, you know, what are my objectives and write down things and all that kind of stuff. As long as you're happy, as long as you, you do the things that you want to do that, that give you that satisfaction and, and, and achievement and, you know, reaching your goals, then um, I think that's all you need to do to, to, take care of of yourself mentally yes Uh, you know physically obviously I I do a little bit of exercise not as much as I used to um I try to eat um I try to you know eat eat healthy food I try to you know drink as little beer as I possibly can but (laughs) you know by by sacrificing things I think you sacrifice your sanity and you sacrifice your happiness so um there's an element of hey Susan it's okay um do what you want, do what, what makes you happy. And, you know, it, it seems to have worked up till now. So, yes, that, that, yeah. so I'm going to continue on that uh, little road of ethos. Fabulous. <laughs> well, it seems to work for you. You look glowing on it. So that's great. Oh, thank so you. I, want, I want to ask you about um, a very special project, which uh, I know is very close to your heart, because I know that you're very committed to supporting young people who can't afford English lessons in Nepal. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? And also, if people who are listening would like to support your project, tell us how they how they could do that. Yeah, um, I mean, I another reason why I, I like being in Nepal is because I feel that I can contribute and I worked at the British Council for 10 years and um, I did contribute, but there was a, an element of own, only contributing to a, a sort of better off type of customer. So when I started my own business 10 years or 2011, I think it's, it's what nearly, yeah, 10, year, 10 years ago, um, I thought that there was an opportunity for me not only to have paying customers, but to be able to give people an opportunity to learn English that didn't have um, the, the, the cash, didn't have the money, didn't have the sort of economic resources to, to learn English, but wanted to and, and still felt that they could, you know, be successful um, in another country and go and study. So I set up um, another part of the company called English for Nepal, as opposed to Nepal, <laughs> and Nepal with an A double L at the end. So um, like English for all, um, which I was quite proud of myself, actually. I um, think that's brilliant, name. brilliant. <laughs> I think, yeah, it, it came to me in a, a, a moment of inspiration, you know, a, a flash of genius, yes. which I don't have very often, but, you know, I like to congratulate myself when I do have them. Anyway, English for Nepal, uh, English for Nepal, 
um, is an organization or part of my organization uh, that uh, takes in donations from people, uh, my mother, my sister, Anne, of course, and thank you, Anne, for all your donations, and you've helped many of many of our students. Oh, it's to, been a pleasure, it's been a pleasure. Um, and we use that, uh, those funds, to um, give people the opportunity to study for nothing. So, um, and that, that's basically it. Um, you know, we, we, we also, you know, invest as well ourselves um, in, in this operation too. You know, we don't just wait for donations there. There are lots of promotions and um, free courses and opportunities for people to um, come and study as well. You know, if we're running a class, then we're running a class and it doesn't actually cost us much more to add another person into the class. So we often run, um, you know, competitions or, you know, promotions where people can actually come and study for free yeah so it's really an into it's really integrated into your business isn't it this uh this, yeah. this element which which is wonderful and so if people do want to contribute so anyone who's listening who would be interested either to have more information um, or to make a donation um, do have a look in the show notes so I've got a yeah. final question for you Susan cool. what would uh, <laughs> what would be your top tip to other leaders Oh, goodness me. That's a tough one, isn't it? My, my top tip, I think, is the first thing, like I, I've already mentioned, is here in Nepal is, is patience. You must, must have patience with people because your vision or your idea or your way of communicating or your, your methodology is often not what theirs is and not what they understand. Keeping a sense of humour with, with people um, to try to build a team and build confidence and build commitment and build that community of people that are working together um, towards a, a, a single goal. My, my top, top tip is just relax, be calm and be patient with, with the people that are working with you, I think. Great. Oh, that's absolutely fabulous. Thank you very much, Susan. So if listeners wish to contact you, I know you're on LinkedIn and you're on Facebook. Is that the best way mm -hmm. to get hold of you? I think Facebook is probably the best way. Yeah, or, or yes. LinkedIn. My okay. Facebook is Susan Deeth. <laughs> My yes. LinkedIn is Hey, Susan Deeth. <laughs> okay, excellent, excellent. And I, I would just do a, I would just do a little plug for you because you haven't done it for yourself. Uh, just well. to say that now you are offering English lessons online, and they're perfectly yeah. accessible to people living in Europe. the The time dis the difference is not so great. So if you are looking for online English lessons now or in the immediate future, uh, do have a look at what Susan is offering. She she does a lot for people who are preparing for careers in business, particularly for young professionals so uh, I will um, I will also make sure there's a link there to uh, to your to your school as well Susan so thank you so much Susan for joining us and sharing your experiences of living and working in Nepal it's been so interesting and yeah. uh, and especially for talking about everything that uh, that has helped you and your um, your tenacity your determination
conversation is truly inspirational. It really is. And over a period of 20 years, you, you've achieved such a lot and built this wonderful community. You're supporting so many people and helping so many people to learn English and to and to realize their dreams, because for so many, that is the key uh, in Nepal. Having English is absolutely uh, it, it is the key for so many careers. So uh, so thank you for all your work that you do as well, Susan. It's it's amazing. Oh, and, thank, and thank you, Anne, for having me on. It's it, it's a it's a sort of wonderful opportunity to actually talk about myself for a change, <laughs> rather than asking lots of questions. And yes. and it's great to you know to have that that option. So thank you for inviting me, and um, oh, I hope that people find it find it interesting. I'm sure that they will. So just a, a quick thank you to all our listeners for joining us. So for more information about Susan, please visit my website, bluebottlecoaching.com and go to podcast. Don't forget to leave a review. If you're a leader looking to progress in your career and transform what you do, do join me every week on a Tuesday for our Tuesday Zoom. So this is a weekly live presentation and discussion around leadership. There's a really friendly vibe and the debate is always rich. So for more details, go to the homepage on my website or see the link in today's show notes. This is Anne Collins. Thanks so much for joining us and for listening. And do join me again soon to meet another inspiring leader who loves what they do. Goodbye. There we go.